and welcome to the Cambridge Assessment Podcast. We have a guest episode for you today, hosted by James Croft and Gabriel Heller Salgren from the Centre for Education Economics. So stay tuned to find out what the CFEE does and to learn about a new research digest launching soon. Hello, my name is James Croft and I'm the director of the Centre for Education Economics and I'm here with my colleague Gabriel Heller Salgren, lead economist. The Centre for Education Economics, or CFEE, uh, to introduce it for those that don't know, is an independent think tank working to improve policy and practice in education through impartial economic research. CFEE's research scrutinises the impacts of global efforts to improve education and skills provision in and beyond school. Research which is addressed to how to optimise quality and efficiency and that will help decision makers achieve the best possible outcomes for young people and society as a whole. Education is of course crucially important for many of the policy outcomes that citizens and politicians care about. Uh, Gabriel, um, perhaps you'd like to expand on that. Um, At an individual level this is the case and also at a national level. Uh, How would you express the importance of education? Well, that's quite right. I think, uh, I mean, education is clearly important uh, at different levels. So at the individual level, it is important for uh, young people uh, and children uh, to improve their so-called human capital, uh, which means any skills and knowledge that they need uh, in the labor market and to function uh, as, you know, responsible (laughs) adults in society. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we know that, uh, you know, education increases uh, your earnings, and uh, may also have some other benefits, including health benefits. Uh, so there are many different things you can think about education having an impact on. And if there are individual benefits, you would also assume that, that uh, there will be societal benefits uh, in the long run as well, such as uh, positive impact on countries' uh, GDP per capita, uh, or more generally uh, health levels in the population, etc., etc. So uh, education could be beneficial both at the individual and the country level. So in terms of uh, the work that we do uh, at CFEE, um, we're in an environment where, Gabriel, the think tank context is is quite dominated by fairly recognisable ideology. Uh, How would you see the work that we do in in, um, furthering and promoting education economics as being different from your average think tank work? Well, I think you put it nicely there yourself. Uh, The idea is that we shouldn't have much of an ideology here, but rather look at what works and why it works um, and look to the best evidence in this specific instance. So education or specifically economics is a is a very useful lens for both understanding uh, theory and uh, the kind of what we should expect from actors within the education system, given certain assumptions. But it also gives you a set of tools, methodological tools, um, with which to analyse the impact of various interventions and reforms. So picking up on uh, what you say there about um, methodology in in, uh, education economics, what do you feel is the most important distinctive uh, that education economics brings to the discourse around education policy making? Uh, personally, I think it's the uh, uh, strong focus on uh, distinguishing 
causality from correlation in empirical research and using and coming up with tools to do so. Uh, obviously, it's extremely difficult uh, to know um, if an intervention has improved uh, educational attainment or if educational attainment uh, would have improved irrespective of, of, of that intervention. Uh, yeah, so confusion uh, on this issue uh, regarding this, the distinction between correlation and causation is a source of, of, of uh, much confusion in the policy field as well as education research uh, more generally. And one key example in this aspect would be, I argue, the uh, OECD's PISA uh, ranking. Uh, where we see uh, certain countries performing very well and many people draw conclusions uh, from those test scores uh, in the PISA uh, ranking uh, that th they must be due to something that these countries do education-wise. Whereas, in fact, there are many different you know, differences between uh, countries that may affect uh, uh, pupil performance. And the point about education economics is to uh, use various tools, um, empirical tools, uh, to get a bit closer to understanding what actually causes what and what, what education reforms uh, work and which ones do not. And perhaps what we can learn from other countries. So the work of CFEE is essentially twofold. Uh, at one level, and our primary objective is to influence policy in education. At another level, we seek to spread awareness of the insights of the discipline for practice. And there are various ways in which we seek to do that. Uh, we do it through our publications for our own, uh, in our own research. Uh, we do it uh, through events, through our research blog, and also through uh, monthly and annual research digests um, which we're going to tell you a little bit about now. CFE has been producing for the last five years now a monthly research digest, uh, which we've been growing slowly. Um, and we do this partly for our own benefit uh, to track developments in the field, um, but also uh, for the benefits of an increasing uh, wide readership of, of researchers and policy um, policymakers in, in education and skills. Um, Gabriel here is the editor of the publication. Gabriel, we've been at this for a long time. Um, why did we initially start the digest and what do you think, uh, what are the ways in which it's changing? Well, the idea from the beginning was to, um, to uh, bring um research to the policy community as well as practitioners that we thought would deserve attention that didn't necessarily get the attention in the education community that it did deserve uh, from this field of education economics uh, that was the original idea and then bring uh, basically new perspectives uh, new ideas into the field uh, to see what type of reforms we should pursue and perhaps which ones we shouldn't uh, and also which interventions in, in schools that should be, we should pursue and which ones we shouldn't. Uh, so, so that was the basic uh, idea from the beginning. Uh, and uh, we did that by, by basically just having uh, snippets of research, the so-called abstracts from, from, from the publications, as well as one specific uh, editor's choice uh, where I uh, explained at length a specific piece of research and the implications for policy and practice uh, uh, in detail. So we're seeking now to 
uh, add value and uh, extend the reach of the, the, the digest. Um, what are some of the ways in which we're seeking to do that? Well, uh, several different ways. First of all, we're adding much more material from the developing world. Uh, so we're adding a whole new commentary uh, that will be written by uh, Lee Crawford, currently advisor to the Rwandan Ministry of Education, uh, who will focus on a specific piece of research from the developing world and explain that in, in, in detail. So whereas uh, so far there's only been one piece of uh, commentary uh, or longer piece of commentary, there will now be two, one from the developed world, which I will write, and one from the developing world. So we're expanding that and also expanding the number of uh, abstracts or snippets uh, uh, from the developing world as well. Uh, and secondly, uh, we're also trying to simplify uh, the terminology and the language in the digest. So far, the snippets of research has basically been just uh, taken verbatim from uh, the journals. And, you know, education, economics can be kind of a technical field. Uh, so whereas so far uh, I've done my best to simplify the specific uh, uh, piece of commentary that I write at the length, we will now also do the same thing uh, with the shorter abstract. So it's going to be uh, an expanded research digest with much more material in it, as well as, uh, as an easier read, basically, for the layman. Uh, we're also trying to unpack some of the key themes in the literature uh, by adding a new middle spread where we will be discussing some of the important issues that arise in education economics and kind of give an overview on what the empirical research suggests in those uh, uh, fields. One such theme is the, uh, the theme of incentives in education and the role of incentives. Um, there's a fierce debate um, regarding the extent to which incentives could improve pupil outcomes. And these types of incentives they include a wide range of different um, uh, things, uh, often associated with market and accountability-based uh, education, this, such as the introduction of high-stakes standardized tests, uh, government accountability, teacher performance pay, as well as fin financial rewards for pupils. So basically anything that shifts or affects the incentive structure uh, for actors in the education system in one way or another. Uh, and this could obviously be uh, positive in the sense that it may motivate the actors to do uh, things better. Uh, at the same time, it might also have some negative side effects uh, by uh, incentive actors for, to game the system, for example, through teaching to the test or outright cheating on tests to ensure that they, they reach the goals that, these, uh, that they are incentivized to reach. So this is one example of something we explained in, in the uh, uh, latest digest. And uh, there are similar th themes that we will be exploring in the future ones. So the monthly digest is uh, then intended both for policymakers and those who advise them. First, for researchers who can use the digest to be presented uh, with, with research in an accessible and time-saving way and can benefit from the insights of the commentaries that we offer on the editorial choices. And secondly, to, to inform and spread awareness of a discourse uh, that is very important to outcomes from the education debate and from the whole uh, process of applying policy and in seeing it through into practice. So we hope that this new uh, digest will be a stepping stone for us to continue to build our efforts in both these regards. 
looking down the road, we're hoping that this will, in due course, translate itself to a symposium on uh, education economics and day conference, and that uh, we will see the return of our annual lecture, hopefully later this year. So thank you, Gabriel, and thank you to our sponsors, Cambridge Assessment. And um, we're looking forward very much to the launch, which is 30th of January, our first issue. Thank you. Thanks to James and Gabriel for guest hosting this episode of the Cambridge Assessment podcast. And thank you all for listening. You can find more podcasts on our iTunes and YouTube channels and by searching Podcast Gallery on our website. That's www.cambridgeassessment.org. Dot org dot uk